you are now about to witness the awesome crushing might And you, Ajit S. Robinson, show The Lori Lightfoot edition of a show that never ends. This is a version of me. <laughs> Look at that. That's not what I did. What about that? What do you get? I, I'm seeing emo- emojis. 297. Version. Yes, Robinson. Just up a version. Two. Seven. Don't give me shit with numbers. <laughs> I worked hard to get out of college without doing stuff with numbers. Built a whole career on not doing stuff with numbers. But we're going to talk numbers today. We did talk numbers if you read the Substack. Hollywood numbers. But first, let's have Bob Riley sing us in as he has every single week. Since 2007. All of Nothing and the Stigmata Records calling it because it's still available from Revelation Records in Honeyman Beach, California where they hit the car with a hammer see you get to the nightclub and run your mayor for you by a town on the rail so it can start at some tenant restaurant somewhere in Western Florida Listen I'm on my way back to nowhere I took my time and 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 I took my time Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen singular. Ladies and gentlemen, James, 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 James. Uh, this is the uh, uh, Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper, and I am your host, Eugene S. Robinson. It's a Sunday afternoon, and I'm a man with a sunny disposition. That's the goddamn right. V297. I just had to check. I just wanted to be absolutely sure that that's where we were in our place in space. So, and Mr. Robinson, what's going on? Yeah, it is Sunday. Tomorrow there's a holiday. Uh, a holiday that's been indelibly marked for me. You realize Martin Luther King Day, I never had a job where I could actually take Martin Luther King Day off. Include Up to and including 10 years at Ozzy, a company run by people of color. So now that I am unemployed, I mark the day in a different way. Uh, I used to say, well, I'm glad I have a job. And the advances in civil rights allowed me to have a job today, so I'm glad to go to my desk. International symbol for jerking off. However, now that I don't have a job, what am I going to do on a day to mark it differently? Well, I, I, you know, I keep quoting as often as possible. Yeah, it's fuck cyclone. As often as possible, there's a great Slick Rick line. 
if Martin Luther were here, he'd say, hey, Rick, I have a dream. And that's it. I'm done. In, out. No. Like, he said, you know, what do you think civil rights is about? Martin Luther King said, it's not about me getting with your wife in a pool. Uh, okay. <laughs> like somebody on Lambgo left a review. Ah, this guy's a prick. Thinks because he can get in the he gets in the fights and has sex with his friends' girlfriends that he's better than us. Eh, okay. You know what I noticed the other day? I was flossing my teeth. In addition to having chipped this on on Mike the cop during do jujitsu, it chipped and I could taste it as I swallowed it. I noticed that my canine incisors are somehow less sharp than they used to be. So I was like thinking, I got a couple of choices I could do here. I could get them ground down like D. Snyder, so they're really sharp and pointy, or I could get a a, a, get a gold thing over that one, like, uh, like the record cover of Why Can't We Be Friends by the group War. Sorry to digress this early into the show, but I had to get that out there. So, yeah, exactly. But I don't want to do vote. This one doesn't bother me, but this one, I don't like it. Anyway, listen, I got I got some interesting shit to say, and I want to get right into it because, um, uh, uh, of course, the gosh, has got to leave it too. So I got to talk really fast. All right. So let's uh, let's just start because I, I, I can't bag. I'm not going to I don't work with a formula, though. It seems like it where I talk about the past week, but I'm talking about the past week. So I get this email. I get yeah, a whole girl. I get this email from this guy and he says something to the effect of, well, I, let me just read. No, I don't want to read the guy's personal email. I'll just give you the, the, the Reader's Digest version. He writes this email to me and he says, hey, um. I guess you're my uncle. Now, you don't understand maybe that there's a certain amount of terror that goes along with participating in things like Ancestry.com and 23andMe, as a lot of these serial, serial killers have been caught through this shit, have found out the hard way. Every time they say you have a new DNA relative, I, I grip a little bit, you know? You know, because of the woman is a woman who I'm photographed with in, in the, the, the memoir, a friend of hers hit a windfall. Bo- both women I'm photographed with in it in in the in the book. I'm not going to say who they are. It's not it's not the world's business. Once came into a windfall. Her father died. Apropos of this discussion, and left her a shitload of money. Owned a big construction company, and then she was pulling in like thirty thousand dollars a month, and sort of felt guilty collecting this money. So she told her friends, "If there's anything you wanted to do, that's within reason. Let me know, and if I can help, I will." So the one friend said, I, I want to go to Spain for two months. Okay, cool. She went to Spain for two months and she came back pregnant. This wasn't an accident. This was on purpose. Right? This was on purpose. She went over there, hung out, met the handsomest guy that she could find, banged him, sperm jacked him, came back to America pregnant. And I scoffed at this initially. She has no interest in, in having the guy take for, for not, no responsibility. I scoffed at this initially. And then this kid was born, this kid who's now probably about 30, so it's kind of weird, was the most beautiful kid I'd ever seen. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so, so this is what we're talking. So it worked. This is the instance. So every time it says you got a new DNA relative, I'm like, oh, God, what, what was, you know, 
How careful have you been with your semen? <laughs> anyway, guy says, you're my uncle. And I said, really? How, how do you figure? And the guy sends me a picture of, of my father. Says he listens to this show, read the substack, came to the conclusion that we are related. I go, well, this is not a cousin. This is, if I'm your uncle, this is directly related. That means that, 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 what does that mean? That means your father is my brother. I have no brothers. I have a stepbrother that disappeared, who lost his mind and disappeared, never to be heard from again. Okay. Uh, what happened? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, there we go. What's happening? Can I be heard? Yeah, yeah, okay. Never mind. Uh, strange things are happening. Could somebody give me some direct verification that you can hear me right now? Anybody. Anybody within the sound of my voice. You can hear me. Good. The clock is doing weird things. I never look at it, but it's doing weird things. So let's not worry about the clock. You can hear me. Good. All right. So has Mark turned up? My step, my errant stepbrother. So I said, okay, well, who's your father? The guy says, my father is named John. I go, John. As far as I know, I don't have any brothers named John, but that is a photograph of my father. Yes. Yeah, your father has two stepsons. Ah, okay. All right. So that's why this completely white guy who uh, I'm his uncle, he was, I go, how old are you? He goes, well, I'm 30. I go, so your father, last time I saw your father, John, he was 12 and I was 19. How's your father doing? He, so we go back and forth and it's pretty convivial. I'm actually enjoying this. I mean, that hasn't asked for money. So, um, so I, but I, then I have to say, you know, he's calling my father names. I pop Gene and what, I don't even know this man that you're talking about. I, if you use his name, I wouldn't know him. Talk to him once since I turned 19. What do I know about this guy? Nothing. So finally I had to say, I was a little bit uncomfortable. I had to say, Hey, listen, he goes, my sister, kind of knew about you as a singer and da, 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 you know, her, her knew about you as a singer. And so she's the one who said, and that's how I found you. And so we're chatting back and forth, but then he, he I started asking about him and his sister and his, he has been disowned by his father, by the same grandmother, my father's third wife that pushed the, his disowning of, of me, his son and his two daughters, his two daughters, as well as the grandkids. So he was disowned by, by them when he was 15, 15 years ago. So he's out. He hasn't seen them. He's 30, hasn't seen them. Apparently, this is, you know, Michael Corleone, can you destroy your family by saving your family? How about can you destroy your family by destroying your family? But then something strange happens. He goes, my sister wants to talk to you as well. I don't know if it's the case, and I intend to ask him as soon as I get finished with the show, but was the idea that I don't know what was said about me but was the idea that he was supposed to run interference, and if I was any way overtly hostile and not receptive, then she wouldn't have to be exposed. Because then he says, you know, you might 
I need to let you know this. She was a lot closer to your father than, than I was. In fact, she talked to him regularly and was there on his fucking deathbed. So I said, ah, okay, now a picture is emerging. I got to have him confirm or deny this. But what's emerging is that, that she was there on the deathbed. He told her enough so she could find me. And he told her specifically so she could tell me something. So <laughs> I'm sharing this with you in the hopes that, let me tell you, the only thing that would redeem my father in my eyes and that I would forgive him for in total would be if he, he waved her over on his deathbed and said, Catherine, which is her name, Catherine, I want you to carry a message to my son. Come closer. She goes, yes, Pop Jean. Yes, what is it? I want you to tell my son. Yes, what do you what do you want me to tell him? I want you to tell him. Jack up your ass, you fuck! <laughs> oh shit! That would be so great. That you know, that would be that's almost like Picasso. You know, you're young. I'm old. I wish it was you here instead of me. <laughs> would be that would be that people go, Eugene. What is it going to take for you to get over this thing where you're you're not going to be this bitter man until you die? You just got to let it go. You do it for yourself, not for other. Ah, whatever. If he was to say, "Come here," I want you to tell my son. <laughs> exactly on bread that would be the most solid fucking thing in fact i am going to start saying look my memoir is all true and so far as i remember what truth is it's all true <laughs> however you will need to know if this is not what he said <laughs> there's Mr. RP. I do you a favor, let you know. You have to know if this is not what was said, I will then create a fiction. You heard it here first on the show that that's exactly what would happen because that is the most genius way to rewrite history of all. Come closer. I want you to carry a message to my son. It's like Kurtz, you know, I want you to tell my son who I am, what I've done. No, 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 no. Tell him that. Yeah, tell him that, you fuck. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been dealing I've been dealing with this week. Hey, Show Stomper fans. Thanks for checking out this teaser of the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. Please be sure to join us over at showstomperpodcast.substack.com to subscribe so you can enjoy the remainder of the show. Every show runs a little over an hour for free on the Showstopper YouTube channel every Sunday when it airs live. To catch the show after that, you will need to become a paid subscriber on Substack to help support Eugene's work and help us to keep bringing these shows to you week after week, year after year. Thank you so much for your support. See you over on Substack.